the masters of the nostalgia verse. I am what about brunch, run-of-the-mill dude and defender of my childhood. I am joined by Bovine Divine, my fearless friend. Fabulous secret powers were revealed to me the day I held aloft my magic microphone and said, I have nostalgia! Bovine and I then became the masters of the nostalgia-verse. Hey guys, welcome to the first episode of the podcast. My name is What About Brunch, and I am joined by my co-host, Mr. Bovine Divine. Say hi, Bovine. Hello, Bovine. How you doing, What About Brunch? <laughs> this guy. This is what you can expect, folks. <laughs> so you're asking yourself, why did I click on this thing, and what am I listening to? Well, we've decided to start a podcast, which is basically what we normally do, is just talk about random garbage from our youth, but we figured, why not just sit here and record it? So uh, what we hope to bring to you guys is just... A casual conversation, reliving the glory days of the things we like, the things we can't get anymore. And uh, I think that pretty much sums it up. Anything you want to add to that? More than anything, I think I just want to make sure I record this all in a medium somewhere where I can remember it later on. As it is, <laughs> you know, if I think it to myself, I'm like, I'm 41 now, Brunch, and I'm going to turn 42 this year. I had to think back, you know, like 30 years in my memory for like what we were talking, what we were, you know, what we want to talk about or in general, right? Anything talking about our childhood growing up. Oh my God. It's like, sometimes I think to myself, like I think about these half remembered memories and I don't know if they're real anymore, if I'm just making them up at this point. So I think part of the usefulness of this podcast, at least for me, will be just to refer back and, you know, maybe 30 years from now, I can at least listen to these podcasts and remember what I was doing <laughs> 60 years ago, hopefully, you know, knock on wood. But yeah, you know, I mean, it's actually, <laughs> go ahead. no, it's funny you mentioned that because I literally last year thought to myself, I'm, I'm forgetting everything that I used to know about, you know, when I was a kid, things I used to do. And I I'm not even joking. I have an Evernote document of, of like a chronological list of whenever I think of something, I'll like write it down. Like, you know, I think it's in like year 19, like, you know, 87. And I'll put, you know, opened up this present and it had, was this, and I'm not even joking. Like it's, it's like a list of things. Have you ever done anything like that where you try to like write something down of a memory that you never thought about just in case you forgot it for some reason? No, because when I started doing that, I realized how off I was when I went back to reference it, I'd be off by like four or five years. Like it wasn't even funny. So <laughs> I just said, you know what? They're already bad memories as it is. So I'm going to stop with that. <laughs> Well, you're really, you're, you're, if you're if you're the one making the history, it's never wrong. Uh, I, I don't know. Someone's going to be there to fact check me somewhere down the line, right? Like there's some photos <laughs> of me as a kid or a video someone's uploaded somewhere that'll like show what a complete BS liar I am. So try make it a point just not to say anything unless I'm 100% sure of things. And even then, I'm barely at like 80, 90% accuracy. <laughs> Well, just to start off with brunch, I mean, obviously, you know, we know each other a little bit. I mean, we've gotten to know each other in streams, conversation, but in reality, there's, I mean, there's still a lot of stuff I don't know about you. So, you know, I think part of this podcast and what will be fun is just to get to know you, you know, personally a little bit better as well, just because, you know, personally, I think we have a lot of interests similar and, but I think this will be a good time for not only for the audience to get to know each of us a little bit better, but for me personally. So, I mean, you know, how was it for you? What, why would you describe your childhood? Do, do we need to pull out the psychiatric chair? Or are we good? Can we just... <laughs> like you know commence right into the fun stuff like well what was a typical brunch childhood morning for you uh when we weren't going to school it was i think i i was I'm, i was a kid who did not like to get up i still don't like to get up <laughs> so i didn't wake up till i don't think like nine or ten in the morning and i was kind of like one of those kids who only woke up when my mom got me up so it pretty much involved like a spray bottle with water like saying like if you don't get up brunch 
I'm going to spray you with this. And I'm not joking you. She said brunch too. Um, and, and literally it would, it would, I would wake up because I was like, my head was full of water. So I'd come out with my blanket, you know, go to the couch, curl up, turn on the TV. And, uh, you know, I watched a lot of Saturday morning cartoons. What about you? How See, that sounds like uh, heaven to me. I mean, growing up in a, in a, in a second generation Asian household, you got whipped. You got hit. <laughs> if you weren't getting out of bed in time, first was some screaming, right? Like screaming yeah. you could tolerate a little bit. But then came the hitting. First you get the hit with the hands. But then if this you This is really, recorded, you realize, right? Yeah. Oh, oh that's okay. They're, they're fine. <laughs> There's like, what, what is that thing? Statue limitations? Far beyond that now at this point, right? Sure. But seriously, if, if you didn't get up with the yelling, the, the door banging, it was flinging the door open getting hit with some hands and then you know if you really really tried to push it you get the switch out in, in our house there's a stick <laughs> like you know it would, they would there would always be this one very specific stick they would buy at the asian market i think it was the end of a feather duster or like a fly swatter but they would take that you know the useful part out so you only end up with this like sharp plastic stick and oh man so that so to me but it's still even despite all the corporal punishment i mean i i am like you i it takes me forever to get up like i and getting up for school as a kid was rough on the weekends i mean outside of you know i mean like on the weekends i would usually have to help my parents out with the the business they were florists right so they always needed some help but i mean i don't know there was something about just not ever being able to get up early to do it like it, like during the weekdays before school like i never there was never any time like I, I swear it's the same thing to this day where i'll get up rush to get ready eat whatever and then run out the door like that's how it's been ever since I, i've been a kid you know what i mean but i think there was always yeah. one day where even for both of us lazy asses right like we would definitely find the time to try to get up and i think that you know goes right into our first nostalgic topic we wanted to cover for this episode right yeah yeah, no, Saturday mornings, I think it's it's something that I'm really sad we don't really have anymore. Because I remember, you know, being a kid, waking up and knowing that I would have a good three to four hours in front of the television and there'd be no reason to leave. But here was the and, thing. Uh, for, for you, and sa- for you, so for your childhood Saturday morning cartoon block, for better lack of... Ex- I mean, were you... Was it a solitary experience for you? Did you experience with, like any siblings? Or was it like, you know, you all by yourself and the TV and everyone else was asleep kind of a thing? I wish it was by myself. But no, <laughs> I, I did have a younger brother. He's about four years younger than me. Mm. And uh, I can't remember if we actually sat and watched the same cartoons, honestly. <clears throat> I know he was involved, but I don't know if it was more of like when we watching my show or when we're watching the shows together. And that's so weird that you bring that because I was thinking about that today, right? Like about the subject. And I was thinking, because I have an older sister. She's four years older than me. And then my next sibling down is like a little bit further away. So most of that Saturday morning time, I know that I would have spent some of that time with my older sister because, you know, we were still kids. But I don't remember ever having to like share or fight over the shows or whether she maybe just was asleep. The whole. I, I tend to think now that she was asleep. I'd have to talk to her a little bit later, like in the week and ask her, say, hey, do you remember <laughs> where you were during these? I don't know. Maybe she was working for all I know or she had, she had a job. But I, I tend to re- always remember the Saturday morning block just myself, you know, for myself, sitting there swapping channels. Lucky. And, yeah. And I, I never stopped to realize like what a great like moment of solitude that was for me as a kid. It was just like, you know, sitting there alone with the cartoons. It was, it was a really good experience, but I, I really need to double check my sister to see if she was there. 
<laughs> just in case <laughs> I know. Probably, she probably has a very different like recollection of that scenario yeah I mean, because you, the thing is i don't remember her. i don't remember fighting anyone for channels right like later on like as i got a little bit older and then my my younger sibling my younger sister my younger brother like they were starting to get to the age of like watching cartoons and getting up that early like i think i remember having a little bit of you know conflict there but yeah generally my older sister we either watched the same stuff or like i said she was probably sleeping I, i'm thinking now that she was probably asleep she's maybe even a heavier sleeper than i am so <laughs> We also got that florist money in us. You probably had two, three televisions. Yeah, no, no. See, and that's the no, no. That was the thing. There was only one television. You know what it was? We had multiple TVs, but only one had cable. There were like access to the antenna. I guess is what it was. There was no splitters at that time. No. Well, if there was, it's a it's a really long story. Like my dad (laughs) built our house like in a non-commercial residential zoned area. Like it's a it's a really big thing where it was like kind of built illegally. So a lot of like weird things that you would expect. Wow, that statue is really paying dividends. Yeah, I I really hope the statue. Limitations applies to everything here. But, you know, we had multiple TVs because we had the one TV. But, you know, here's the thing. In my house growing up, there was always that Asian TV. And when I say Asian, like, if you, and I, I mean, obviously, in an Asian household, like, even today, you go into my parents' house today, they have one TV set aside that has, like, some weird connection to it that only lets it play, like, Chinese shows and Chinese, like, <laughs> broadcasting. And I don't know how that stuff has been around since I was a kid up till now, but it's always the same thing. Like, I go to my parents' house now, they have this weird little box, right? It's, like, all Chinese letters and, and buttons, and I can't read any of it, so I don't know what it does. And all I know is that that it's constantly spinning out like a Chinese stream of entertainment for them. So one TV in the house was all, always had that connection. You couldn't do anything else with it. Like you couldn't hook up like regular American channels and you couldn't hook up like a regular VCR. You always had to buy some special equipment. So even though there were multiple TVs, unless you wanted to watch some weird Chinese cartoon that, you know, was translated three times over and dubbed and edited, <laughs> you know, that was like, that, so that was like hands off for me and my sister. We were like, ah, forget that one. That's like not for us. So we, it would only be the one TV that we had access to like the regular, you know, broadcast channels too so that's the one we watched it on that's probably why your parents put that there to make sure the kids did not touch it possibly it worked pretty well because we avoided that thing like the plague <laughs> well i think what's pretty cool is we have a little bit of an age gap and i'm i'm 36 going on 37 and you mm-hmm. said 41 going on 42 so i think there's just enough of a gap where i think in this podcast we'll have the opportunity to kind of introduce each other to things that we may have been like at the tail end of our maturity level you know so I th- I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to that but what would you say what would you say was like the show that if you missed it you'd be upset Can oh you think no of, like, I know one? exactly what it is you know why because like you were saying how I don't, I don't know if you said you got up at like 9 10 but like Saturday morning I don't know if you made it that special case to get up earlier knowing that there was a show that you needed to watch like so, did you get up earlier in time for a specific show? No, on Saturday? no, no you didn't sleep get... was important. I, so, if there was anything <laughs> happened before the time, I did not know about. See, it. See, for me, there were two shows that were on much earlier, like mm-hmm. near closer to that seven a.m. block. Because I know seven a.m. that's kind of pushing. That's like the sun's not even up yet, and I don't know if you want to get up. But for me, like in, at least in my area, like in in the Bay Area here, like I don't know whether it's because of the broadcast shows and they were like hours behind but there was always the super friends show the super friends show for whatever reason was always so much earlier than everything else and i loved the super friends because you know it was all the dc so it was like superman batman wonder woman having all these adventures with everyone and hanging out but like that show was so early and i knew like every friday i'd be like okay gotta gotta go to sleep earlier gotta make it a conscious effort to get up at seven because i'll need to watch super friends because once super you know once super friends tails off like 
if you're that if you're up at seven or eight o'clock in the morning like for me like my next block of shows didn't be really begin for another hour like there was some fluff in between <laughs> right like kind of like that you would tier your cartoons that you wanted to watch like here's your tier one stuff that you absolutely love the tier two stuff that you're okay with and the tier three stuff that's just filler in between your other shows so for me like the super friend show i miss so and, and i would invariably miss so much of it right like i'd always watch like the last 10 15 minutes when you know they got to the conclusion i don't even know what conflict they were trying to resolve but super friends for me was something I really tried to get it for in the mornings and just never was able to do it consistently enough. So <laughs> now what was the format with that? Were they all in like the same story or did they yes, break them down it by was character? So bizarre. And, and like just thinking about it now, again, this is part of the problem, right? For my loosely con- collected memories from so far away. Like for me, the Super Friends was literally like it was like Justice League, but with like almost like sitcom style problems. And it was weird because the, you had all of the DC <laughs> superheroes, like, you know, like, like Batman, Superman, uh, the flash, uh, Aquaman, wonder woman. And they would all, you know, they would hail hang out the hall of justice, which was like this imaginary place where they all kind of guess, uh, when, cause at some point, right. And this is all, I don't even know if this is canon in the DC universe or if this ever happened in the comics, but they all existed at the same time in the same place. And they were all like working together to solve, problems like some super a team and that's what the super friend show was i I mean if you never saw the super friends i would highly recommend i I mean i know you i I think you've said you're not that big of like a superhero comic guy especially these days but back then like as a kid because there was no other way to you know uh absorb any media revolved around superheroes it was always cartoon based right like you get a show and a t and a movie every now and then and they were generally pretty poor but the cartoon was this crazy like connection of all of them like that's like so what you're like what you're seeing now with the dc extended universe and the marvel universe like the cinematic universe like they did that long time ago in this cartoon called the super friends and that was one of the ones that i really wish i had made the time to watch but the good news was is that they also had that in the weekday uh block of cartoons you know when i came home from school but again it was the same situation mm-hmm. where i always like come home late uh, from school and it would be like at a time block where it was just ending when i got home so i'd always see like the same 10 15 minute ending for every episode which kind of <laughs> sucked <laughs> Now he watched get the whole collection. You'd be like, I oh know, man. This is, what I, ha- I, this is how I, we got there. Well, I've been waiting for it, right? Because I've been waiting for them to really. And it, for the longest time, it was stuck in like um, licensing hell because you think about all those properties and they're all separated out and oh, it was a nightmare. So I think they're available somewhere now. I, I just got, I haven't taken the time to go back and revisit a lot of those cartoons. So. I mean, I don't know what for you. So for you was, uh, since you weren't really getting up for anything, did you just kind of roll into whatever was available? Or did you have like a set pattern for your Saturday morning block of cartoons? Yeah, I, I think I, I was, I was definitely someone who whatever was on was fine. I mean, especially because, you know, I don't remember watching, at least when I was really young, watching many cartoons and I was kind of, I was kind of, I feel like I lived a little bit of a sheltered life. Like my mom was really protective over what I watched. Mm-hmm. I remember just, this is t- complete tangent, but just give you a little bit of a clue. Like I remember watching we rented Indiana Jones and the uh, Temple of Doom on VHS, and it got to the scene where he's supposed to be forced to drink the blood. Oh. And, uh, and, and my mom's like, no, turn it off. It's done. You're done. <laughs> So like she was really protective. I think that might have been over my age level, but she, t- but she how gave a old chance. Are we talking like four or like fourteen? You know what I mean? Oh wait, yeah, we're talking like ten, eleven, whatever. Okay. You know, like I was, I was, I was a little bit under the. P- I think it was PG thirteen that one. Got it. So she she knew I liked Raiders of the Lost Ark. I think. And well, so, and, and, that, and talking to you, like you know, I 
I get the feeling that you seem to either, it's kind of like, you know, there was that episode of Friends where Phoebe was talking about how, you know, her mom always like stopped the movie before like the bad stuff happened. Like, old yeah. Yeller, she thought it ended with the dog happy. You know? so I, <laughs> I, had the, I had this small inkling in my back of my head that maybe you had lived that same way in, as a child growing up. So I don't know if it was that severe or anything, but it sounded like there was a little bit of the, at least being careful about things. Right? Yeah, very, yeah, very protective. Uh, so, so cartoons was... were what, taboo. Not, not quite taboo. They just weren't a luxury. I guess you always had access to. Yeah, I mean, like the Saturday morning stuff, I think was pretty tame, though. Although Super the Super Friends show is called that, that looks like it might have been pushing the envelope for. <laughs> yeah, when I was yeah. Out. I think that would have been one where your parents might have just like turned you away a little bit on that one. <laughs> yeah, probably. But no, I think my favorite. For the, I think of one show that I know I watched, and I can't remember. I think it started in like the 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 mid to late eighties. Was the Garfield and Friends show? And oh I remember no, Garfield and Friends was so good. It well, it was like a it's like a kid variety show. Like it had everything. And I mean, I remember looking at the comic strips when I was younger and it's like, wait, I can watch this and it's like in motion. Like, you know, when you <laughs> when you come to this thing that you like and then it gets better, it's like, well, of course I'm going to watch that thing. And that it was, was an the hour long. That, that was the amazing thing. Like, what was that secondary part of that staff? It was Garfield and, you know, John and, Ar- and, and Odie. But then who were those? What were they, the, the other group? The, all those barnyard animals? Like, what were they called? That was, it was, it was I, called, I know they were the, the friends part, but weren't they called something else at some point? Too? Yeah, they had, no, they had a very specific name. I think it was called something, uh, something barnyard Acres. Something. It, was, it, it was Acres. I can't remember it? the first, yeah, there, there was an, the word and then Acres. It was, I want to say like Green Acres, but that's a completely different show altogether. I don't know if they split off and tried to separate that show or it was separate before and they combined it, you know, during the cartoon I don't know period. if that exists. I don't know if that barnyard scenario existed outside of this, honestly. I never saw it. Did you see a comic strip of those characters? I don't remember. I've only remember those, all those barnyard guys from that show, that Garfield and Friends show, which is what, and I love that show. I love both parts of it. It's not like a, you know, I actually love them equally. I was a big Garfield comic strip fan, kid yeah. growing up. Like I had all the, I, you know, I'd always rent all the books from the library read them and and yeah like the cartoon was infinitely better than anything they had in the comic strip which i guess spoke more to the quality of the comic strip more than anything else but like the the friends part of it like i always looked forward to those and i loved how they made the episode like they always would split it up they would show like a garfield short and then like the barnyard shorts and then another garfield one it was it was really cool and i don't know if the if did they ever cross them over i mean that would have been ideal i guess i think they did actually i think there was at least one episode where there was a crossover i don't remember what universe it originated in but i'm pretty sure and just a little side note to people listening you're wondering who the hell are these guys they made me listen to this and they don't even know what the <laughs> hell they're talking about and again folks you know, misremembered memories that's what it all this this to. is by design we purposely did not pre-research anything because we really wanted this podcast to be just a chat among friends and the eventual hope is that we spark some thoughts in your mind and kind of like remind us about what the hell we re- forgot or maybe correct us on something that we've completely messed up for yeah, all we know no- they could have been aliens we're thinking barnyard friends we might just be on the wrong way yeah, there's together. nothing that jars the memory like a hateful email later on to read <laughs> how dare you mess those up but garfield i mean and but that and that is the thing right like i remember it so fondly as a kid like like because i know garfield and friends that was sort of an earlier show but it was in that eight to like according to what like i remember it was more around like that eight o'clock but but having oh, a whole hour of that was crazy right because yeah, yeah it, at least to me, because I know that I would miss that every now and then too. Like I would also catch like maybe the second half of it. I would enjoy, and I got to the point where you know eventually when we had a VCR, I was able to record it, and, and that was tough, right? When when you had the VCR and you had the option to record 
record this stuff because then you're like okay now i can record this stuff while watching another thing or just you know don't have to get up early and i can watch and record it later but then you had to make that decision of what to record amongst all those things oh, i was such a tough you call. were high tech i was not recording no anything. no no you were recording so i was trying to trust me <laughs> you missed it you missed it <laughs> but it was so week. haphazard i remember playing back those tapes at some point like you know a couple years removed after we started recording them and i would be watching something and then my dumb young per- ass would like like switch channels in the middle of the show because i was like really excited to record something else so i'd get like 20 minutes of garfield friends and like 10 minutes of like charlie brown and then in like last 20 minutes of pac-man or something like that's, that that's life like, in the city man oh man it was horrible i could just see the add <laughs> just rolling through my head at that point it was like what are you thinking but you now know. you need to get those tapes you have to get those tapes. no i you know and i you know what i know that we do have a large cache of these like vhs tapes somewhere but i don't i you know because then here's the thing as you get older, it's like instead of buying more tapes, you just re-record crap over the old ones. So then, like later on, it, it evolves into sports. Like there's a lot of baseball games on there, and there's episodes <laughs> of TV shows, and God knows what else on there. So, so I, mean, I wish movies. I would have kept them. I know. Yeah, there are movies too, right? Just recording like freaking commercials and tapes, movies over there. <laughs> there's a free preview of HBO. Quick, where's the VCR? But I mean, talking about like, like, what are some of the other shows that you remember like fondly? I mean, you seem to. I mean, I, I, I thought I had really strong attachment to these shows, but and I noticed that you know, for most of the things that we think about now as we're older and we try to like, re, you know, recollect like those happy memories of those things. Like the thing is, you try to dig back into them, right? Like somehow, like oh, maybe they released them all on DVD or they're on streaming somewhere, and I just want to look them yeah. up. Like I don't know what it is, but I guess maybe watching that stuff. In a in a all you can eat atmosphere now, it just won't be the same, right? I mean, I don't no. know if it's the same for you, or if you've seeked out, if you've tried to seek out any of those things. But. Oh no, I've tried to see. Well, I have kids now; they're they're young. So mm-hmm. I, during like the holidays, we'll go and I'll we'll you know look for all the old Christmas specials, right? And Garfield mm-hmm. has a Christmas special, which because we watch it a lot. Mm-hmm. But like sometimes you'll be like, okay, so you know YouTube will suggest or wherever you get stuff. Don't want to promote anything. Um, <laughs> it'll keep suggesting other things and I'll start watching the thing like wow I don't know if I want to watch another hour of Garfield right now. and <laughs> I don't and it's nothing to do with my taste in Garfield I still love Garfield but I think yeah I think left to your own devices there was something about the limitation right like it's like yes. it's Saturday morning we've got it we've got to watch it and you don't get it until next Saturday I think there was something about that that you just it's kind of lost today and I don't want to sound like an old man like oh you darn kids have it you don't know how good you have it but it's true though I mean, like my little niece was here visiting for Christmas or like the holidays this past December. She's two and a half. I swear the entire time she was with us, like either at home, on the road, on our road trips to Vegas, wherever, that kid had a a device just 24-7 cranking out of whatever cartoon she she just wishes to please, please to like watch. You know what I mean? Like she would just tap on things. She'd watch a little bit of it and, you know, tap on something else. I can't even imagine trying to relay that experience of what we had to go through as kids. Like, cause that Saturday morning block time was so precious in the sense that we knew we were kids and we knew we didn't have that many responsibilities, but even as kids, like that time seemed even freer than our normal everyday kid life. You know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah. you just, you didn't have to do anything. You, you didn't even have to put on pants. You know what I mean? You could just sit there uh, on hold, the floor. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> 
well, you'd have underoos or something on you know what I mean? but i'm just saying right you just get under a blanket Man. you don't have to dress up don't have to brush your teeth you know the incriminating that things that you've divulged <laughs> in the past 20 minutes and i'll just say remember all these things are half misremembered right so probably none of it's true but no seriously it's like that total freedom of i don't have to do anything even more so than my normal day and i'm just gonna waste it you know away watching all these wonderful animated cartoons and it was just something about it that kids these days, and I don't know, I, I can't even relate to how a kid growing up now, like, I remember when I was sick a couple weeks ago, like, I woke up early, and I said, let me see if they still have, like, cartoons on in a block, like, on regular broadcast TV. Like, there was no such, I mean, there's cartoons, but I mean, there's channels that broadcast, you know, cartoons 24-7, you know, YouTube, yeah. like you said, has them all up there, Netflix, you can bring them like that. That block, just trying to explain it to kids and or people trying to remind younger newer generations now of what we had to go through that's just something they will never be able to relate to you know what i mean i don't even know any experience that even comes close to describing saturday morning cartoon block time it's weird it's true yeah i've I've gained a newfound respect for all those stories that i scoffed at as a kid because you know (laughs) people were talking about radio and black and white (laughs) oh no no we were the only generation that's right come on everything before (laughs) us and after us none of that was like now you know we're old when we make that (laughs) blanket statement i know but what was but, like? I'm taking a quick look at some of these other cartoons here. Like, did you remember uh, a cartoon called Shirt Tales by any chance? They kind of no, like rip off no Care Bears in a way. No, I remember what? I, someone ripped off the Care Bears. No, I'm saying I, 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 I may be completely wrong here because you know all the Care Bears, right? Like they had that whole power where they would oh, shove out whatever the symbol was on their belly. I know. I, I wasn't a huge Care Bear fan, but there was this other cartoon that I used to watch called Shirt Tales, and it was almost the exact same thing, except it was like little bears, but they were wearing T-shirts that had a emblem on them, and that would be the source <laughs> of their power. Could you buy the? Tell me you could buy the T-shirt. Tell me. Uh, you could oh, buy the I'm t-shirt. sure it was. I'm sure it was a thing. I don't remember buying any myself personally because <laughs> it was uh maybe a little bit too a little bit too much to be going to school coming out with a rainbow shirt tails or something like that i don't know maybe it was cool maybe it was okay back then i'm not sure at what there is a certain point when you're going to school as a kid like at, there's an age group where you didn't care what you were then you got to where you did care so but that's a no, that's, that's a story for later on but there was <laughs> where are these some of these others like the ones that i like my block you really consisted of like Super Friends, if I can catch it. And then there was um, Garfield and Fringe, which you've already mentioned. The Did you ever watch the Slimer and the Real Ghostbusters? I did watch Slimer and the Real Ghostbusters. But you know what? I remember, I think I saw the other like the original remember yes. the original ghostbusters i saw them first i'm so glad that you mentioned that because oh my god when you talk to people about that now it's like they only think about that newer one the slimer and the real ghostbusters ones which i yeah. i wasn't a huge fan of because the the original one that you're talking about the real ghostbusters show like that one and i don't know i think maybe they changed voice actors or there was like a different character and i know slimer was like a big like he had that really annoying high-pitched voice i think in that later version that was it was a little too yeah. much slimer and not enough ghostbusters but <laughs> that was was such a great show like i remember that being part of my block regularly like all manner of looney tunes like looney tunes was always yes. a staple for me bugs you know? bunny and tweety show that yeah. was where it was at that was like the true variety show and it's so weird to think that we were watching an older cartoon at that point i know and that stuff that had been you know in circulation for 20 years already right but and you have man. no idea when you're a kid you have no idea yeah. I, like, I kind of wish my parents would have said like i watched this when i was a kid or you know when, <laughs> when i was in my 20s whatever it was well, I'm sure we noticed there was a distinct difference, right, in terms of tone and 
maybe uh, maybe not so much animation but definitely in terms of tone like but it was always like that variety thing like there was like a, a short skit right and i think like some of these other ones that we've mentioned they tend they tended to have like episodic feels of stories as well that would you know i mean not in i can't remember how many were in sequence like i remember like the shirt tales things was kind of like a long arcing story and it was like episodic you know trying to tell a single story but i don't know to me i thought like the variety stuff was really the better ones to watch just because they were so you know they were short right so you can basically yeah get so much more of it at once and also you got to refill your cereal at one point and commercials <laughs> i'm not getting up during a commercial i am watching the no commercial. no no. i was cereal straight out of the box kid because i was uh, no because no. i was lact i'm lactose intolerant right so i couldn't oh, really? have I a lot this. of milk oh, I, I, didn't know this. I didn't know this. yeah so i had a lot of you know so i for me it was just the bring the cereal box with me and just dig into it you know just just constant snack throughout the whole four or five hour block whatever it was that was a way good thing your parents are florists man you gotta replenish that cereal yeah it was (laughs) it wasn't wasn't that much right i i know that i was a kid i kind of tended to focus to almost like almost like only one of two cereals it was either lucky charms or frosted flakes and and i've 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 removed lucky charms and from more sugar. My, yeah, more sugar, sugar and little bits of sugar, right? So, but yeah, for me, there was not, I didn't need any of that silly break time. I mean, you know, at a certain point, then, you know, as you're going through your block, everyone else in the household begins to like stir and wake up and move around the kitchen and do whatever they need to do. And, you know, it was cool because, like, and I remember, you know, no one would try to like say, okay, well, it's time for you to get off and watch cartoons. It's almost like, it was a. It was almost like just a block that everyone understood that okay, the cartoons are on during this time. Let him watch whatever he's gonna watch, and then you know make him do whatever he needs to do. But it was very like even as people were waking up, like they they wouldn't interrupt me or anything like that, which I thought was really kind of cool. I never that is true. I never stopped to think about that. Was it the as, same as, way for you though? I mean, we were like you know your folks like shooting. I don't you off remember. The TV. I remember I had chores to do, and I think I probably like did some of them while I was watching cartoons mm. because we didn't we didn't have a big house. Like the family room was pretty much like close to the center of the room of the house. I mean, it wasn't, we weren't living in a shack by any means. I'm not complaining. But I mean, yeah. like, you were not too far from earshot of the television. Ah, so you okay, could get gotcha. a bunch done and still know, okay, well, this is what's happening in this show. But, uh, but yeah, I, I don't remember getting kicked off, quite honestly. And, I, and, I, and now being a parent, I don't mean to, like, infiltrate the podcast with that. But, like, I appreciate the times when the kids are paying attention to something else. Like, you know, it's like you get that, that mental freedom because you know they're not going to get into trouble. You know they're not going to hurt <laughs> themselves sitting in front of the They're TV. sitting still and paying attention to something else. I mean, else. maybe your parents should have worried about you choking on, you know, dry bone <laughs> dust yeah. uh, cereal. But That happened more than a couple times for sure. I'm sure my sister was there to help me out. <laughs> All right. We need to have a, we need to have a quick, quick discussion. And I know this is going to stray. Could I can't remember. We had this discussion recently. Are you of the mindset of you can have non-toasted Pop-Tarts or do you have to have them toasted? No, I never have toasted a Pop-Tart in my life what? ever. No. Oh, my Cold, God. Cold 100%. Oh, my God. Get Look, out of here. The consistency gets wrecked when you toast it, all right? It's just what? melty sludge. Yeah, no, I'm telling you. Look, the- when you grow up... Okay, here's the thing, right? And I'm going to tell you exactly why, okay? We did not have a toaster in my household for the longest time. Asians don't have anything to do with a toaster. They don't eat toast, man. It's like like anything that you need toasted in that way, you would just pan fry, right? And pan- Trust me, it's this weird thing where Asians just love, like, you know, quick oil, heat you up could- Pan fry a pop tart? No, no. Have you tried that? that? Let me let me add there. Yeah, exactly. But here's my thing: as a kid, I always ate those things cold. I mean, 
one, okay, no toaster. Obviously, that's the biggest thing. But two, who has time to toast a Pop-Tart? Like I said, oh I was waking God. up late, rolling out of bed, running to get the bus. Just need to grab a thing of Pop-Tarts. And it was All so right. convenient, right? Like a silver foil if I ever, If tea. I ever come out there, I am bringing a freaking toaster because I assume you still don't have a toaster. <laughs> I have a toaster oven now. But again, I don't toast my Pop-Tarts. I don't want excuses <laughs> that it's on the fritz or something. Where, you know, it's Look, in the I'm shop. just, okay, you know, like my only flavor of Pop-Tart that I eat these days, it's the s'mores one. Right? Yes, and, that's the only one you need. Yeah, okay. So we both agree on that. But if you were to toast that sucker, I would throw that in the garbage. <laughs> Can I have that? If you don't toast it, how do you get the gooey inside? Oh, trust me. You need to taste one without toasted brunch, and then you will know. <laughs> I think I have. I think I have. I think I've taken them, like, you know, on the way to school. It, it, walking it's on. awesome. It's, you may, I, I'm going to convert you guys, sir. <laughs> I respect you, but I disagree. <laughs> We'll have to agree to disagree. Okay, That's all right, true. back to the topic again. But no, so- the other the other show that I wanted to talk about <laughs> that I absolutely loved as a kid, and it kind of blew my mind when it came, and I think it blew a lot of people's minds, was Ninja Turtles. Like, it, oh. I don't remember ever. I watched Ninja Turtles before it was on Saturday morning, and then all of a sudden it was a thing on CBS, at least where I was. I'm assuming it was all across the country in the U.S. But they had they kicked it off with an hour long i remember it was an hour long thing you know it was two half hour shows usually but the first one i remember it being an they hour had to long set thing set it up right exactly exactly yeah but it was like a it was huge, almost like a know, movie <laughs> yeah i couldn't i couldn't tell you the story to save my life but i remember it being like this is like an epic like dose of tmnt and I, I need to watch this now no and i remember i think that was just their origin movie like they showed the whole thing about you know them being little turtles in the sewer and then they oh, ran really? into the I, i'm pretty sure that's what that hour-long yeah. pilot thing was that you're referring to because i remember seeing it but i have to tell you this though i was not a big teenage mutant ninja turtles kid like in any way shape or form i didn't like the cartoon i didn't like the toys i didn't like much of anything about TM. I don't know what it was like to me, like the whole surfer thing with, with Michelangelo and like, I, I don't know what it was. I think it was really Michelangelo's like weird surfer attitude that really turned me off. He just, he always sounded like an idiot to me. You know what I mean? It just made it. And he was always doing like the dumb things to get them in trouble or like screw things up. Like is that the coming. West coast perspective talking? I think that might be what it is, but, <laughs> I, but what it is, like, cause there, I mean, teenage mutant shows, it's, it's so loved, right. By so many, like whenever you talk to anybody in a stream or like ask people about favorite cartoons, like that comes up all the time. And for me, every time I see that talk come up, I just need to, I just need to shy away in my corner, wait until all the turtle hype is over. Cause it just, I don't know what it was. It just, I wasn't that, I mean, I watched it again. I would treat it as one of those lower tier ones that I would do. Okay. Well, nothing else is very interesting or it's already <laughs> moved over to leave it to beaver or some black and white garbage that none of you cared about as a kid. So I'm Okay, Teenage Mutant Turtles kind of like the end block, so I'll, I'll watch it. So it, to me, it was like that kind of show. I never, I never took my time to seek it out to watch. It just wasn't that engaging to me. Well, we just lost the. Uh... Two yeah, so long <laughs> But like two other no, ones I that I love, though. I mean, the ones that I always, the last ones like to, to like tail off and see that I always want. I always wanted to watch Jim Henson's Muppets, right? Like the Muppets the, or the, Muppet Babies? The Muppet Babies, yeah. Okay. Muppet, that, the real show I Big actually difference. hated. Yeah, the puppet, the real world puppet one, that was creepy to me. I did not like that as a kid ever. And really? the humor was weird. Yeah, like I don't know what it was. Like, And the and the things that they were doing, they weren't really ever doing anything, right? They were just kind of hanging around like bashing <laughs> each other all the time, weren't they? <laughs> like that's what I remember from the real life puppet show. They never really did anything. Like, well, uh, did I they want to that. I can't wait for that or? podcast episode we talked about <laughs> Muppets. I can't wait. But, but I'm telling you, the Muppet Baby show, oh, that was that was t- 
top tier entertainment right there. I love the Muppet Babies. So yeah, that, no, I mean, I, all I the voices, well. the, their shenanigans they got into, the relationships as little kids. I loved it. And it's weird because I hate the puppet stuff, but I love their little, you know, the little cartoon version of them. And then my all-time favorite of all time has always been the Peanuts. And if I could ever squeeze in a time to watch the Peanuts and, Sno- and Adventures with Snoopy and Charlie Brown and the gang, that was the stuff. Like that, that cartoon, between the Garfield strips and the Peanuts strips, like those were the things that I grew up before even watching cartoons, you know, like that was the stuff I was reading, getting the books on the library to see them on the show, you know, to see them being animated, like you were talking about earlier, like, oh my God, look, they're moving, they're talking and that I think they sounded like this. And now I associate how they sound like when I read the comics, like that was so important to me, especially with Charlie Brown, because and I really connected to the show. And and the worst thing about Charlie Brown Snoopy was that that show moved around all over the place in terms of the time slot. I could never narrow it down as a kid. And it was <laughs> so frustrating. Elusive. I could, it really was. It was like, why can't they just put this damn show at the same time so I can you know make sure I'm watching it? And that, that as a kid was the most insufferable. That, I, I could not get over that. Like I had no understanding of why the hell they can't be just on the set schedule and I could watch everything I wanted to do. But, you know. You grow up and you realize marketing, advertising, you know, they were, they were just shoving cartoons and toys and food at us, right, as kids, and we didn't even know it. That must have ended before I realized that it, Saturday morning was a thing. I don't remember ever seeing uh, Peanuts on Saturday it, it morning. Was, it, was one of them, it was one of the older, like, even at the time when I was watching them in the mid-80s, I'm sure it had been in rotation for a while, because they did discontinue it, because people were like, no one wants to see, you know, the adventures of Depressio Kid and his... <laughs> <laughs> It's like, who wants to watch that crap, you know? It's like, give us Pinky in the Brain and, you know, freaking Animaniacs, like the more edgy stuff. Like, I think for me, like, you know, again, you know, we talked about this five-year age gap and it's like, I'm looking at the stuff that they had during the, you know, mid to late 80s. And you're right. Like, I look in the early 90s, they're all gone. Like, I don't see any peanuts there. I don't see Super Friends. I don't see Shirt yeah. Tales, probably for good reason. But <laughs> it's weird that, you know, the, the fickle nature of kids watching cartoons, I guess, which, you know, like to you, like, what was some of the later stuff that you remember watching before you know you, be, you uh, grew well, up I guess. you know you know my love for uh, back to the future um and that See? was a show that i i loved it in theory but when it came <laughs> down to actually sitting down i couldn't watch the whole thing i think i was more entranced by the uh the beginning and end because when they actually got uh christopher lloyd i believe he was he actually was there they did like live segments on you know to you know, begin and end the show. And that's what I was more excited about. Like, oh, this movie that I love, I want to see more of it. Yeah, see, and you mentioned that one. I don't ever remember seeing that one as a kid. I don't even remember it being on. I mean, I think it sense, came on right? like 92, 91. Yeah, that would be silly. There. I was After already the like a sophomore one. already in high school. So yeah, you're too cool for school. Yeah, yeah, and that was, and that's the sad part. Right? Actually, you know, the funny thing was I never stopped watching cartoons. I just stopped watching the Saturday morning cartoons later on yeah. uh, because it was the it was the, the cool cartoons when you came home from school then. And that was a different thing, right? That's like a totally different thing. Like that was when I got into Japanese animated cartoons and shows and transformers like all the toy based stuff and mech stuff and like shoot shoot pew pew things like that it's weird to think that that block you know was just catered completely differently to a different age group and it, and it really shows right and what they were programming so but yeah well, i think like, i think they, i think kids when they're younger they they get most of their information from i mean i want to say you know blanket statement from tv but i mean like you know we were we were really well sold to like we were told what what to play what to do what to watch what to listen to what are you I talking mean, about i didn't buy all those transformers and robotech toys damn well and bought lucky charms and... yeah i know it's ridiculous 
It worked, right? I, I guess that meant it worked, if anything. So I guess there's a reason why advertising multi-billion dollar industry. But I look at shows like Teen Wolf. Like, I don't remember seeing oh that Oh, my show. God. That's on my worst list. It, I literally <laughs> wrote it down as the worst show that I could not believe I sat and watched. And I hated it. so. I never saw the movie as a kid. I knew it existed. I liked Michael J. Fox <laughs> so you saw because it he was in Back to the Future. <laughs> yeah. But I'm like, what the hell is happening here? And it was on for a while, apparently. It was not a one-and-done season. This thing was on. Oh, was it? Oh, God. I don't think so. (laughs) I'm kind of glad. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. But, yeah, what would you say is if you could name one of, like, the worst shows that you – and, you know, there's a lot of bad ones. You know, when you see a bad one, you don't watch it. Can you remember one that you hated but you just, like, were drawn to it for some reason? (sighs) Honestly, I have to tell you, and this is going to hurt both of us in some way, but I really hated that Captain N the captain i never saw that one oh my god you're you're you have been spared sir because as big video game fans that we both are i mean the problem with captain n was this you wanted a cool cartoon about all the game video game characters and heroes that you've been playing as right and then you watch the show and everyone is just the worst comical caricature slapstick garbage uh, like permutation of their character that you can ever see you have to watch one now just to see how bad it is i know i don't think you i think you said you've been meaning to like pull one up and take it up but you yeah, have to day. see what they did because i mean there was, there was the mario and luigi super, you know show that was on yeah. a little bit later i think it was beyond my time like i, I kind of remember it right at the tail end but i didn't remember watching it religiously but in my time they gave me captain n unfortunately it was just it's just so <laughs> i don't know what they were thinking like with the properties that they had and what they did with it it was like the furthest thing from truth and reality that they could have had so you got to check it out just to see how terrible i feel it like is. that's a big disconnect and i haven't I, i'm i'm gonna make this statement based on not having seen a, a second of it but i mean i feel like these properties that we have such you know fun like love for i feel like when someone actually like makes you know a show or a movie about it they don't don't actually look at why people like it they just they just like make something completely different with the names and maybe you know similar likeness to the original character is that what what this but was? there had to have been something that evolved because if you think about the cartoons that we've been talking about like i think about garfield or peanuts those were very true to their like source material and even better iterations of it, right? So there was yeah. obviously a period of time where people did care, like the people who were creating this content, like they were fans of the of the content. Whereas something like, you know, Captain N or Teen Wolf, like I think those are just pushed out. That's when property pushing starts becoming the priority, right? Yeah. For whoever. Well, same with Back to the it. Future too. I feel, although I feel like the creators were part of that, but I could be totally mistaken. Really? I, I need to watch one of those and just see. I don't I just oh, get man. it, get an idea. The new, the new Blu-rays, I think, have it on there. Actually, like the the newest Blu-ray has. Man, uh, you know how many cartoons. times I have bought that goddamn trilogy on Blu-ray? I've it's re- yeah. They've released too. it like five times. I have no idea what the it problem is. It's just a smidgen time. more content, and it's working for them. I mean, look, it's pushing it when you're doing like, look, when you release a 10th and 15th and 20th anniversary box set, but when you start doing in between releases and you don't give them a year, you just say, hey, special edition in between. That's that's really pushing it. I feel they did that with the Back to the Future series no, that, a lot. That That's good marketing. That's what that yeah. is. But yeah, in terms of the worst one, outside of the Smurfs, I really hated the Smurfs. I thought that was a crap show. You know, that's that one I have in my list as good, but I think <laughs> it's more of like a think back and remember, not so much I knew why I liked it or watched it. I think I was more was like terrible. confounded by what the hell was happening. 
<laughs> yeah, that one was another one where you had the idea of what the general overall storyline was ha- of what was happening. I guess like some old man, some crazy old man in a, in a cave was or in a castle was you know going down to the peasants' land and trying to like pick up a bunch of imaginary blue things and cook them for something. I don't know. I can't remember <laughs> if he was trying to cook them. I couldn't remember if he was trying to cook them to eat them or cook them for like some magic potion. I don't know. It just sounded like some old dude who went insane. If you ask me. So. <laughs> It's, like really, it's, really, it's really a show that's you know based on it's it's based on the the viewer. You can interpret it however you like. I, I guess that's why I may have seen it a slightly different way as a kid. I guess, or maybe I was getting a little older, or I was very weird as a young kid. I guess. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, in terms of the worst ones, like those are the worst ones I can think of off the bat. And then you, I mean, all that all that like real life stuff they tried to you know the real life shows they try to shove at us toward the end. Once you got to the end of your cartoon block, where you started getting like the real shows, like Alf would show up or like Punky Brewster and or like. Yeah, it's like those things were just kind of like, ah, it's like, I know this is not a cartoon, so this is not something I'm interested in, but it kind of like got you in that, it got you on that path of trying to watch like some of those shows and say, okay, as I get older, maybe I was just not watching cartoons. I should start watching some of these other, you know, real life, real life things. And I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't think I wasn't it. into the, I don't, I can't think of any real life. Like you mean like human, like actually like video, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like the sitcoms, like small, you, you know, Small Wonder, that show with the little girl. Was that a, a Saturday morning thing? I remember seeing that in yes, reruns. They, I didn't know that no, was Saturday morning. Well, they either showed it as the actual show or there was some cartoon version. I don't remember ever seeing a cartoon version of the show. So it was this uh, real life, you know, film sitcom show. And it was about this dude who built this little, like, I guess they couldn't have kids or something. So he built a robot that was like a little girl. And then like, she, you know, she did all the robotic animatronic stuff and they were trying to teach her how to be human or some feely good crap like that. I don't know. But it is one of those shows where they just, they would, you know, you would start, once you started getting into the noontime show and then you knew that it was like, okay, here's like more grown up stuff that they're starting yeah. to show and then you knew it was getting into more grown-up stuff when it was well, not they, they knew the high school kids anymore. were just rolling out of bed at you know 12, yeah 30. exactly so they got to get their small wonder and peewee's playhouse <laughs> in and <laughs> what? listen don't you say an ill word about peewee we're gonna have words no right I, well now. i was gonna say okay because peewee let's is, not get no. into let's not get peewee is its own episode <laughs> altogether let's yeah, not that, that's that that's one. a whole episode but i mean you know what i mean like that like you start getting to not animate even though some of it was still animated but you know he's a real dude on show now granted he's in this weird make-believe physics defying house with all these talking pieces of furniture but i mean it was like that bridge between cartoons and real life sitcoms i guess well i think that's a good place to uh to close it there on the topic uh if you guys want to share with us what you like about saturday morning cartoons please feel free we'd love to hear and if you if you've listened to anything that is <laughs> yeah correct us correct. on all yeah. us on all of our erroneous you know uh, memories of which, all these shows which there are no doubt many <laughs> and if you would like to uh submit to your local uh Law enforcement team, the uh, <laughs> indiscretions of bovine. You can contact Remember, them at PO Box. <laughs> no, but thank you very much for listening, guys. We'd like to get these out at least once a week, um, if not more. So uh, please uh, feel free to check and subscribe to get notification on when new episodes come. Yeah, and for any, uh, if you guys have any thoughts on anything you guys would like us to talk about, or you know, just to generate some topics for us, if there's anything from your childhood that you would like to hear some thoughts on, maybe share some of your own, let us know as well. You can always email us and send your suggestions in, but we can always, you know, if it's a topic that we feel that we can create, you know, get some, uh, get a whole episode out of, we definitely would not mind deep diving into something, you know, that one of you out there uh, want to dive into from your past. And you might be wondering a couple things. Uh, one, why are these guys have such weird names? And two, why haven't we really talked about video games? Because I feel like video games is like a staple of everyone's Saturday morning. And believe me, 
Uh, I'm sure that it was for Bovon. I know that it was for me. Uh, and the reason being is that we actually stream on Twitch where we talk about video games incessantly for hours at a time. And we, we, we want to make this podcast not about video games. But if you'd like to talk video games, feel free to join us at our Twitch channels. Mine is twitch.tv slash whataboutbrunch. And you can meet Bovine Divine live and in person on twitch.tv slash bovine divine. And that's a D-E-V i-n-e because he had to be different exactly and we'll probably talk about pop tarts too in stream so (laughs) (laughs) there's no subject off off limit exactly but thanks guys for listening to our very first episode we look forward to continuing this discovery and journey into our childhoods with you and together and i'm i I have to say bovine thank you very much for joining me this has been a really fun time and i'm looking forward to uh to hanging out with you more and and finding out further indiscretions about your family <laughs> there will be many coming down the line but yeah thanks a lot again brunch for setting this up and inviting me to you know share some thoughts and memories with you and hopefully you know for both of us to recollect some things with uh 100 clarity and not that 50 you know 50 60 clarity that we usually go with and bs in in our streams but thank you again sir for inviting me and hope to uh talk to you in the future about many more many many more things from our childhood that we can share and find some commonality with same here Well, until next time, guys, my name is What About Brunch? And I'm Bovine Divine. No goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) Am I supposed to read this verbatim? (laughs) No, you're not supposed to, but I mean, you know. Leave him wanting more. I'll give you one more. And I'm Bovine. No, no, that's it. (laughs) No, it's fine.